You're listening to the Dicks Podcast, Off the Stage, with mom and daughter duo and competitive judges, Caitlin and Amy, on our introductory episode. Hello, hello. I am your host, Caitlin Elledge, and welcome to Off the Stage Podcast. With me, I have my co-host, Amy Howard, who is also my mother. So, Amy, Mom, can you introduce yourself? Hello. I'm Amy. Um, I am an old-school dance teacher with some old-school views and just a lot of love for dance and the art and the kids that we teach. Love it. Love it. Okay. So... To start us off, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Um, let's let's say who we are, um, where we teach, how we got started, um, all that jazz before we jump into anything else, so that they know who they are listening to. You want to go first? Sure. Uh, so again, my name is Amy. I started dancing at the age of four, which was back in the 1970s. 1970s. Um, yes, lots of fringe costumes. Love it. Love, love it. it. Seeing it all come back around. Um, back then, really, we only had tap, jazz, and ballet. Mm-hmm. So to see the world of dance now compared to then is like a, a total crazy good thing you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. um but anyway I started at the age of four I am now 54 um opened a studio longtime dance studio owner um but I've always just had a love of dance um actually wanted to be a Broadway dancer uh when I was a kid a professional water skier and a Broadway dancer those were my dreams um rock out right Yes, any any type of uh, rocket, Broadway, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to go to New York okay. and dance. But then when I realized I had to leave my mom, because <laughs> yeah. I was a very small town girl, uh, when I realized I had to do that, I thought, you know, let me let me rethink this. Anyway, so the Lord literally just blessed me with opening a studio and. I have never looked back. Um, I do not regret being not being a Broadway dancer or not taking that chance because of all the kids that I have taught and, you know, just um, having an impact on their life, but more importantly, the impact that they've had on mine. That's, I love that. I love that. What, I, I love this. What age did you open up your studio? I was 1920, around, not in the 1920s. I was, <laughs> and she's not that old. <laughs> I was around 19 or 20. 19 or Um, 20. But anyway, yes. So, um, um, like I said, it's just the different genres that have blossomed, you know, and have grown into the different genres that we see now and um, uh, the different variations from tap, jazz, and ballet. You know, um, you know, we we didn't do hip hop back then, but I'm a a major hip hop. Choreographer, you know that's that's my thing. Um, so to see that and grow with it, mm-hmm. um, I was you know I was, I was a teenager in the eighties, so it was a big uh, breaking was back then. So right. big back then. So um, it's it's just so awesome to be able to experience that in life. And like like I said, I've been blessed to be able to to see all that. Mm-hmm. So you, I love telling people this. So you just mentioned that um, 
obviously you're a big hip-hop teacher because we're a big hip-hop studio. Mm -hmm. So tell, explain how hip-hop came about into your life. Because before you even say, I'm just going to brag, she's self-taught. She's a self-taught hip-hop dancer. So can you kind of expand on that? Coming from a dancer in the 70s who it was only tap, jazz, and ballet. Well, I think, um, like I said, back in the 80s, uh, breaking was very big back then. Um, uh, and I always had an infatuation with that style. Mm -hmm. I never trained in that, of course. Right. I never did that. But I just always loved that. Well, there um, wasn't a studio really to train at. Right. Unless, exactly. Yeah, you unless don't, you were in New York or it, L.A. or... Yes, unless you're on the streets, right. so, you know, well, and, oh, yeah, and with really. a cardboard box on the floor and, right. a, and a boom box to, for your music, you yeah. know, so, um, are on the street. But anyway, so it, it just, um, um, I don't know. I just, I just, I think my body moves mm -hmm. naturally that way, mm -hmm. um, which I've been blessed for it to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, having a lot of ballet, of course, I always had to work at that. Mm-hmm. That never came easy to me. Right. Um, the hip hop movement came very easy to me. So, um, so naturally, that's kind of what you gravitated towards. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I just thought I, I can I can move this way. You know, tap. Um, I had a great tap teacher. You know, growing up, so that was um, a challenge, but uh, I loved it. Uh, so because I loved it, I felt like I could learn it easier. Right. You know what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just, I self-taught for hip hop. I just, you know, it started, it started growing and I just latched on and went with it, you know? So, yeah. but I just, I don't know. My body just naturally moves that way, I guess. Awesome. Um, yeah, especially with how big hip hop is now. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, I'm so proud mm -hmm. to say that, yeah, my mom's a self-taught hip hop oh. dancer. Like, well, it's a bragging right for me. I love it. Well, thank you. Um, and we're such a big, and we'll get into this in a second, but we're such a big hip-hop studio. Mm -hmm. So that's just really cool to be like, yeah, I learned from my mom who was self-taught. Well, thank you. Thank you. And it, and it's so neat to have daughters and, you know, dance teachers that have daughters that dance. It's so, such a blessing to see your daughters grow into that. Or you know sons. what I'm saying? Or son. Oh, yes, right. absolutely. Just yeah, I don't have a son. That's why I didn't right, say right, son. Right. I'm so sorry. But, um, but yes, um, you know, your children do what you love to do. Because I've always told my girls, I've told you and, and, and Abby, mm -hmm. my other daughter, I've, I've told both of y'all, if you don't want to dance, don't dance. Right. But yeah. you need to be involved in, in something, something. Um, to keep you busy. But y'all always just love dance. Um, but, you know, as far as the hip-hop goes, and I'm sure we'll get into this later, with being an old-school hip-hop, hip-hopper, you know, or growing up in the 70s, 80s, 90s dancing, I wish hip-hop would go back to its roots. Hmm. And I know we'll get into that later, probably. But right, I just yeah. wish it would. And I know there's different genres that are born every day from, you know, this 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 genre, that genre. But um, I just wish we would go back to the roots. or. I wish kids could learn, like, the style that we had back then. You know what I'm saying? Right, those, right. those fundamentals, anyway. And we, I would love to do our next episode be just, just hip-hop okay. episode. And cool. just kind of go ahead and start us off with the bang. Okay. Um, so, and that's, our next episode is going to be um, hip-hop. But that's not, it's it's not going to be the only hip-hop episode. Because I feel like we have so much to talk about yeah. when it comes to hip-hop. I don't think one episode is going to capture it all. Right. Um, 
So you opened, you have been dancing since you were four. You opened your studio when you were 19 or 20. Um, and you have been doing that ever since. Mm -hmm. um, you did at one point, so your studio um, is Center Stage Dance Company. We are based out of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Um, I usually tell people Greenville, South Carolina, because that's... They know where Greenville they is. They know where yeah. Greenville is. Yeah, they always say, oh, Greenville, I love the downtown area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we have, like, West Coast and... Um, LA Dance Magic. Well, I don't know if LA Dance Magic comes. No, I don't think it will. West Coast I know they used to. Yeah. Jump. Um, bigger conventions come through Greenville, mm -hmm. so... Um, but, yeah, anyway, so... Center Stage Dance Company... Let's see, where was I? I lost my train of thought. Um, you tell them we're in Greenville yes. because they know where that is. Yes. So you were a, at one point in time, you did teach, instruct the Clemson University dance team, dance club. I'm just kind of trying to go through some of the highlights of your career. So sorry. Yes, no, they, they were called the Clemson Dancers. So okay. um, it was, it was, um, they were, I helped them choreograph a show. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of like our recital, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we have a performance. Right. That's what I went in and helped them with one spring. I remember um, being young and going with you to that. Yeah. And just like sitting over to the side drawing. Yeah. <laughs> in that in that studio at Clemson University. Yes. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was yeah. wood floors. Yeah. So neat. Yeah. Um, and then anything else you want to highlight? Just, I mean, just, I've just, um, of course helped. Uh, choreograph opening numbers for pageants, you yeah. know, local pageants That's around here. Um, uh, oh, goodness. At one time, this was back in the 90s, I guess. I actually had forgotten about this, too. You just said this. I was voted best dancer of the upstate. I think it was, like, in the newspaper, who's the best dancer, you know, and you have to vote so many times. The physical newspaper that you held, not... Oh, yeah. Oh, girl. <laughs> yeah, it, black and white. You yeah, actually on a screen and yeah, see it. had that certain smell. Oh yeah, yeah, you know I don't even know if kids know what that smell of the newspaper is. I remember Grandma Linda, which is my mom's mother. She would wrap our Christmas presents in newspaper. Yes, yes. And now that we are talking about Grandma Linda, she was our. Um, so my mom and I run the studio together, and she was our front desk yes. lady, and we referred to her as our principal. Yes, because one of the kids referred to her. She said she came in, the little girl's name was Claire, okay. and she came in and she asked my mom, because mom would always sit at the desk, and she would take payments and uh -huh. <clears throat> um, things like that, and do all the financial, you know, the books at the front desk and everything. And she said, are you the principal? And my mom said, yes. Yes. Yes, I am. So yes. we just from there on referred to her as the principal, and she did pass uh, March of twenty one. Mm -hmm. So, um, but um, anyway, so yeah, so uh, so you voted best dancer of the Upstate, yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. Um, oh, and we used to do. Um, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Do you remember when we did in the uh, Fountain Inn, in Fountain Inn, uh -huh. which is. We're in the Golden Strip area here in South Carolina. It's Malden, Simpsonville, and Fountain Inn. We're located in Simpsonville. But in Fountain Inn, which is literally like five miles down the road, um, they used to do a talent show called Peg Leg Bates. Yes. Yes. And we used to do that talent show. Yes. And they would have the Ant Head Festival, uh -huh. the festival, and they'd have Peg Leg Bates. And Marilyn, yeah. uh, Danielle Perry's mother, was over the Peg Leg Bates uh, Foundation talent show. Yes. And we used to compete in that. It had such... So much fun. If you do not know who Peg Lake Bates is, there's a statue of him in Fountain Inn. Please research him. I was just about he to say. He was a tap dancer. Yes, Peg Lake Bates was a, 
he was an amputee mm-hmm. tap dancer. And um, there is, what, 40s? Yeah. 50s? Yes, so, yeah. Um, there's footage of him, and I, I could be wrong. I need to research yes. this. Uh, but there's footage of him, black yes. and white footage, right? Yes, yes. Um, of him with his, and his um, amputee leg was yeah. a... It was, it was a, a... It was a... Pack. It was wooden. It was wooden, yes, yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. he was a amputee tap dancer, and he was yeah. fantastic. Yes. Um, so they did have a festival um, in a town close to us that would honor him. Yeah. And his art, so yeah. that's that was really interesting. God, those are great memories. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Other than that, I've just um, you know um, competitive judge, you right. know, for um, d- done that. Um, so, and I really, really love that. Mm-hmm. I really love that. It is a whole different ball game. Yeah. When you are a dance teacher, mm-hmm. and then you go sit behind the judges' table. And we are going to get into that in just a second. Okay. But I, I do love that. So that's that's all. That's enough about me. Oh, one fun fact about me, if I could. Please. Could I just shout oh, out a fun I, fact? Please share a fun fact. I love goats. I knew that was coming. Did I you? knew that was the fun fact. <laughs> I I just want everybody to know that. I love goats. If I could put tap shoes on a goat and teach it how to tap or do hip hop, whatever. Stop. I would do it because I did have a goat uh, when I was a little girl and the uh-huh. goat was trained like a dog. Uh-huh. We would play chase. He would come in and watch cartoons with me uh-huh. in my house. Um, he would load up in the back of my dad's pickup truck, just like a dog. Uh-huh. He would, you told him to sit, he'd stay there until you told him he could go. Anyway, that's just my little fun fact. And mom, please share his name and why he got the name that he had. Oh, is it, I guess it's okay to do that. Absolutely. Okay. His name was Chip. Mm-hmm. Because when he pooped, it looked like little chocolate chips. Little chocolate chip. Little poops. chocolate chip poops. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that cute? Chip the goat. Chip the goat. So he was cute. white. Yeah. Love it. Just white, and then he had little, just little bitty, like little little horns, just little bitty horns. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. So, um, if anyone wants to get my mom a gift, um, a goat would be recommended. Yes. Um, any any kind. Any kind. Any size. <laughs> any, just goat. G-O-A-T goat. Yes. Just spell it out to make sure they know. G-O-A-T goat. Not, not coat. Don't send me coats. It's not cold enough here for coats, okay? But goats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so we've got pretty much your... Who you are, your background. Um, So I will go ahead and kind of introduce uh, myself. I am Caitlin Elledge. I am Amy's daughter. I have a sister who, her name is Abby, Abby Elledge. Um, So my mom has me and Abby. And I would love, love, love for Abby to be on this as well. But she's currently in school to be a medical so I don't know how to say it. Stenographer. Stenographer. Okay. Medical ultrasounds. Yeah. Um, so whenever she's got time, she'll be joining us. Um, but I started dancing. I just say I started dancing when I could walk. Um, my mom would throw me in a playpen in the corner while she taught. And then I guess when I was mobile, I joined the class. Um, I've been dancing for as long as I can remember. I started teaching when I was 15. I'm now 32. Um, So competitive dancer growing up um, all my life. 
Um, started teaching when I was 15. I started judging about three years ago with Dance Machine and Boogie Fever. Um, I do have another competition lined up this um, season to judge with. I'm very excited about that. So I'll be pretty busy judging this season. Um, I have two children, Ander and Nora, who are four and six. Um, Ander does karate and Nora dances, quote unquote dances, more like just kind of runs around, but it's fine. We'll, we'll get into that later. She's getting there. She's trying. Um, but yeah, I teach, I started off as jazz, tap, ballet, lyrical. Um, so I, I was competing during the 90s, and that's really all there was. That's all you saw was jazz, tap, lyrical, ballet. Um, I think the first time I ever did hip-hop, I was in middle school, so maybe like late middle school. I think it was like eighth grade. Um, first, and that was really the first... I mean, we were kind of, I don't, we weren't the first ones to bring hip hop to the stage, but it was when you didn't see a lot of hip hop on the stage. I mean, there was maybe one or two hip hop dances, the whole routines, the whole um, weekend. But I do remember doing hip hop for the first time and competing with that. Um, I've always been a lover of jazz and contemporary Um but I've gained a whole new love for hip-hop, I don't know, my early 20s. Um, I also, getting back to what I teach at the studio, um, me and my mom, we teach everything. We don't hire any choreographers. Um, and it's just kind of, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't create, if I couldn't choreograph. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy having someone else come in to choreograph and then me clean up behind them. I just, I, I want to be hands-on creating. Um, and it's absolutely nothing personal against having choreographers in. It's just that I just enjoy the creative process of, of creating a, a routine, a piece. Um, but I've always had a love for ballroom. Well, before I get into, into that, um, my mom and I both teach musical theater, ballet, jazz, my mom teaches tap. I do not. Um, we used to teach clogging. I'm not a clogger. My mom and my sister are hip-hop, um, contemporary, contemporary palms. lyrical, palms. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so many palm routines in the 90s I competed with. Baby, I'm a star with the little <laughs> braid princess Leia buns, rhinestones all over my body. Um but yeah, we do all of that. So, recently, we added Latin Ballroom to our... Um, studio to our genres and I'll kind of tell you where that started so the, when I was I'm just gonna be honest y'all when I was 16 17 I dated a Spanish guy and we would go to a local club that would let teenagers in and they did bachata they did salsa, and of course, my mom thinks I'm at my friend's house, but really, I'm out at midnight learning how to bachata and salsa, um, which was just, you know, probably not the safest decision, but 
I, I, I fell in love with it. I was like, I, I need this in my life. So it's so beautiful. It's it is. such it's, a beautiful art form. It's beautiful. It's has so much culture. So it's just so rich, rich. Yes. It's passionate. So that's kind of where my love for, um, Latin ballroom started any sort of Latin dance. Um, when I was like 19, 20, I took classes at Fred Astaire. Um, and if you're familiar with the Latin ballroom side of dance, any sort of competition has to be done with a partner. Well, it is a lot harder than you think to find a ballroom partner who would actually take it seriously and commit to practice times, commit to com competitions, to travels, to the financial commitment of it. It's just, it's, it's very hard. So I started classes. I think I did cha-cha, tango, waltz. Um, I did like six different genres at Fred Astaire. Um, I did Latin and standard slash European. So if you're familiar with ballroom, there's a Latin ballroom side and then there's a standard or European side. Um, so I did train in both for a very short period of time, but it got to the point where I was training. And 10 years ago, you had to have, 10, 12 years ago, you had to have a partner. So I, I got to the point where I was like, why am I training if I can't go out there and compete? Because that's what I wanted to do. So I took um, probably eight or so years off of training in ballroom and the whole time I'm just, it's in the back of my mind. Like I want to get back into it. I want to get back into it. I want to get back into it. Um, well, we're at jump one year and Erica Marr, if you're familiar with her, comes on stage and she holds a ballroom class and she's up there with no partner with a room full of dancers and they're all doing ballroom without partners. And it was like the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I was like, this is what I've been wanting for so long, but I didn't know it existed. I didn't know you could do Latin ballroom or any sort of ballroom without a partner. So she taught, um, I, I think this was in like the teen room. So come the teacher room time, she comes into class and I'm just like, I'm in love. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it is a Latin ballroom teacher and she's out here teaching without a partner. You can do it yourself, you know. So I talked to her and she um, actually has a program where you can learn cha-cha. I think the, the program I purchased, it's cha-cha, samba, rumba, and jive. Um, so I learned online pretty much from her, um, and three years ago, we implemented that into our studio. So for about three years now, I've been teaching cha-cha. Uh, the first year, it was recreational, where we just put it in our recital. Last year and this year, we are competing with it. Um, now, with that said, ballroom is very new to the competitive stage, but mark my words, 10 years from now, everyone's going to be doing it. Um, I know Molly Long, Project 21, they, uh, I don't know if they take it to competition, but I do know that they train with it in their studio. Um, you see it at the Dance Awards. I know Erica Marr does a lot of choreography for competitive ballroom dances. 
Um, and when I say competitive ballroom dances, I, I mean our competition stage because there is a whole entire separate side that's not um, with our what we consider competition. There is Latin ballroom, standard ballroom competitions on their own. I'm talking about what we're what we are familiar with. Um, so my I guess it's safe to say that my love is I love ballroom. Love it, love it, love it. Um, love hip hop, love contemporary. Um, but I yeah, I that's pretty much my story. Um, I just kind of wanted to emphasize the ballroom part because it is, it's a big deal to me. I love it. Um, but yes, as far as teaching, I, I love, and I feel like I thrive in teaching ballroom. Uh, any sort of fusion with hip hop and contemporary. And then I love, love, love teaching improv classes. Um, and I would like to do a whole episode on that because I could talk about that for a very long time. But uh, that is me. That is who I am. I also, like my mom, I've choreographed for Miss South Carolina Teen um, for opening numbers for pageants. I'm not a pageant person, um, but that is just kind of some of my... I've We've both won national choreography awards. Um, we've trained national dancers. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's us. So at the studio, it's me and my mom. Um, we have another teacher. Her name is Corey, who is actually out on maternity leave right now. Um, the beginning of her maternity leave, because at this moment we are waiting on baby to be born. Um, we're very excited about that. It is my sister who comes in uh, two days a week and helps with our elite team. We also have Madison and Mercedes who both help out with our elite teams mm -hmm. as well. Um, and they used to be the elite team. And they you used know, to be, yes. They, uh, we've taught them since they were little itty, itty bitty and um, been with us for years and <clears throat> grown up with us and um, they're national champions along with our other dancers and yep. it, it's so neat to see them fulfill that role of teaching now and helping these girls, you know, um, stepping out of the the dance role into the teaching role because right. they're they they the, the girls look up to them so much and they're fantastic with kids. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that is that's that's us. We're Center Stage Dance Company in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Um, so let's let's go. It, let's get into the judging aspect of this because I know that's what a lot of our viewers are going to want to hear. Um, so let's start with how did we get into judging and slash what is it like behind the judges table? You can start us off if you want to. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. I, let's see. Well, uh, Will Shover, who owns Dance Machine and Boogie Fever and Extreme Dance Challenge, who... Love, love, love. I was going to say, he... <clears throat> I can't <throat> speak enough good words about him. I, I know. I, I wish he lived close to us mm -hmm. because we would be best friends. We'd be best friends and he would be my hiking buddy. Yes, y'all do have the love of hiking together. That's very true. Yeah. Um, I just bought some, some hiking shoes. I'm so excited. Thank you. I am too um, because the Sperry boots, mm -hmm. the rain boots, do not work for hiking. No, they do not. And old dancers' feet. Mm -hmm. So I did purchase a pair of hiking boots so I could go with y'all. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, um, but if y'all went hiking, but um, 
So we have been with Damage Machine for years, yeah. Boogie Fever. We've uh, uh, competed with them and just fell in love with them because when they say they are like family, <clears throat> they mean it. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, um, I think you asked Will, you know, about judging. He you actually, approached- I did. And I'm going to, I'm going to brag on him for a second. So he is so personable. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Yes, absolutely. Pers- personable. Um, Fantastic. Great. <laughs> I didn't know he was pronouncing it right. 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 Um, he's so personable with his business. Yeah. Um, that it was the year, was it the year of COVID? Yes, it, it was. It was the year of COVID. Yes, it okay. was. And he actually, anyone who won a national award, a national title, he traveled to their studio. Yes. Hand delivered. Yes. The titles and awards to dancers. And I'm talking, I remember him saying he went to, I'm wanting to say he lives in North Carolina. Yeah. He yeah. traveled to South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Because we're like maybe three and a half hours away from him. Yeah. And he, he drove down. He drove down. Yeah. Um, Georgia. I remember him saying that he had like a super long drive somewhere. But but yeah, he took days where and he traveled to different studios to hand deliver y'all awards. Yeah. I mean, what other competition owner do you know has ever done that? I know. That just, I know. That just goes to show you how awesome he is and, yeah. and how how much he cares about his business. And it's it's not even, I feel like it's not even a business to him. It is. It's just a, a personal um, relationship that yeah. he just exudes to everybody. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's a blessing for he sure. He is. Absolutely. Um, but yes, he came to our studio to deliver some awards. Um, and I asked him while he was there about judging, and I guess this is something I've always wanted to do, but I wasn't really sure how to get into it. Um, so we talked then, and then it, it just kind of went from there. So you and I both are going into our third season with Dance Machine and Boogie Fever. Like you said, he also owns Extreme Dance Challenge, which is a convention. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic convention. I taught, uh, I have taught one convention for them. Um, and it was the kids, the students were awesome. The studios that attended were awesome. Um, it was just great. It was actually the year that all of the, no one could get costumes. All the costumes were in the middle of the ocean on a boat. Yeah. I mean, everything in the world was on a ship in the middle of the ocean. Right. Um, so the convention that year was supposed to be held at a, what, what are they called? Center. Yeah. Um, but it ended up people had to drop out because no one could get costumes for the competition that was held with the convention. So they ended up holding the convention at a dance studio. So I went and taught at their convention that was held at a dance studio. And the dance studio that it was held at, they were great. The studio owner of that uh, studio is fantastic. We love her. Um, anyways... Yeah, I just, I can't say enough good things. If you have not attended Dance Machine or Boogie Fever or Extreme Dance Challenge, please, please, please do. You will Look not into it. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, if they come anywhere near y'all, you, you should, you should, uh, you should attend. Absolutely. You won't regret it. Um, so yeah, so we're going into our third season judging with them. I'm going into my first season judging with a new competition that I we have not attended and I have not judged with so I'm excited about that um, but now you just you had asked Will you had mentioned to him 
how do you get into judging? Or I, I would like to do that. And he said, send me your resume or bio. Or yeah, whatever. I mean, it was just like any other then, yeah. competition. You've got to send a resume. And, and then when you said that, I thought, oh, I might like that too. Or, yeah. you, or you had mentioned it. Mom, you should do that or something. And I thought, well... I'm not, I'm single, I'm not married, and, and my kids are grown and out of the house, and at the present moment, I don't have any goats, so I think I could do that. I think I'm free. Yeah, I don't ha I don't need anybody to watch my goats, because I don't have any right now, but I will eventually. Eventually. But And you're going to have to tell Will, look, I can't I'm judge. Like, or bring him with me. Bring the goat with me. I've got goats. Right. <laughs> you never know. Anyway. Oh but yeah, gosh. so... So, yes, we're going into our third season with them. Um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, I am I am addicted to it. But you know what? I used to think, as a dance teacher, I used to think, because you learn something every day. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, and I learn something every single day. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, uh, I used to think, oh, what are the judges going to think? Oh, right. What, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Somebody just went the wrong way. What we're gonna get? Well, right. oh, oh, lordy, lordy, you know. I mean, but that that is not the case. No, it's not. It is so different. It is not. Um, uh, it is not. We, judges are not. This is just me. This is just me speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. The and the judges that I have judged with are not as strict. Or as scary, a, scary. Yes, that's a perfect word. As you think they are. Like right. for instance, I had a, a student one time years ago that forgot a, a, a four eight counts on stage. Literally went blank and almost kind of looked around like, "Where am I?" You know, right. type thing. You just go blank. Yeah, We've fear. all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. And um, she finally got caught back up after about four counts of eight and um, did a marvelous job. And mm -hmm. but of course was so upset. You know, she was just crying and so upset. I said, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I said, I bet you those judges are going to be cheering you on on the critique tapes. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say they've done that themselves. Yep. You know, well, sure enough, you know, yep. they did. They're all, we're all human. You right. Know? So anyway, it's just neat to see. And now I can tell my students, it's okay. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes. And I would like to add in, if you ever get feedback from a judge that is... Let's say you mess up and, and they criticize you for getting or messing up. That is not the judge for you because you as a judge, we have to go in knowing that we are critiquing children. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, even if they're 17, I mean, they're still a child. That's yeah. a mi I mean, that's yeah. a minor. You've got to go in knowing we're not critiquing professionals on Broadway right you know what I mean we're not we're not critiquing adults we're working with children and I think any good great judge has to keep that in mind mm -hmm. yeah and I I can't I can't I don't like to be I like to say constructive communication not constructive criticism I like that yeah um because I like to think I make mistakes every day. Mm -hmm. um, these kids are going to make mistakes on stage. Right. And we have to learn with this art form or any, I believe, sport or anything, you've got to give yourself grace. Absolutely. Because if you don't give yourself grace, you're going to be stuck in, I can't do it, I can't do it, I'm no good. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and that is not the case. That is not true. Do not tell yourself those things. Mm -hmm. You can do it. 
you may just have to go about it this different way. Right. Um, what works for you may not work for somebody else and vice versa. But, you know, it's just it's just constructive communication. You mm -hmm. know, um, I'm a firm believer in if kids have fun, they're going to learn because I've had fun right. learning growing up dancing. And I've also had teachers that have been very strict that I've been scared to move. Right. So that's just that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that and um, support that. I, as a judge, and and we'll do a whole episode on what it's like behind. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, well, I mean, the whole really. This podcast is brought to you by two adjudicators. So the going theme throughout the whole podcast is what it's like behind the judge's table. Um, but just to kind of piggyback off of what you were talking about, um, yeah, I with my judging, when I'm giving constructive communication, um, I like to talk to them like we're in the studio. Mm -hmm. I don't like to sit there behind the mic and act like I'm on a pedestal because... Oh, absolutely not. I'm not. Right, right, no, no right, judges. No, no. Um, I just want to get up there and dance with them. I do the too. Because I have so much fun. I I'm like, too. can I just be you? And I, I've even told some of them, if y'all need an extra dancer, I'm your girl. <laughs> yes. I'm your girl. My legs hurt. I've been sitting here for four hours. I'm yeah. hungry. I have to pee. Yes. Can you let me up on the stage? Yes, but I want to dance with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. what that's what I want to get into is yeah. the performance. The oh my let's gosh, have yes. fun. If you will have fun, yeah. you will do a hundred times better. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. the little things. It's okay. It's it's, it's okay. all going to be okay. Yeah. Humans. Have fun. Uh, humans. Judges are humans. Yes. Just like you. They sleep the same, they eat the same, they walk the same, and I'm with you. Like, before I mean, we started judging, I was like, cons I was, I was, I was, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I was the teacher that was like, looking at the judges behind the curtain, like, yeah. what's, what's their reaction? It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh my gosh, they put their hand to their forehead. We've lost. <laughs> We've lost. We've lost. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> We're probably going to be disqualified. We're not you know going to be, like, <laughs> one of... 33 who gets platinum. Right. I mean, like, every, everyone wins. You know what OMG. I mean? Yes. Like, well, and that, and you know, my thing is, I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't, <laughs> these children, if they make a mistake or if they don't hit something correct, you know, the technical aspect or whatever, I'll be honest with you. I probably tripped coming in the door. Oh, God, yes. In my high heels. Yes. Because I just don't do high heels. You know what I'm saying? I am, like, so, ripping the handlebar when I'm walking down the stairs right. to make sure I don't bust it in exactly, front of Exactly, exactly. And you, you're you talking about when you just said platinum. See, I grew up in the era of um, bronze, gold, gold. gold, silver, bronze. Yes, absolutely. And honorable mention. Honorable you mention. You didn't get anything else. Yeah. Um, and then on that note, and I know we'll touch on this later, but you were talking about Erica Marr and how she's just such an influence in your life with yeah, your ballroom. absolutely. Uh, Dina Rizzo. Um, yes, yes. Who was an old school teacher. Um, like I said, we just did at our at my studio, Tap Jazz and Ballet, Hip Hop. You know, we just, it wasn't big then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it is now. It just was not. But she was a hip hop teacher that brought it up. You know what I'm right. saying? And and we'll touch on that later. But and anyway, she was with her. Showstoppers? I believe so. The convention teacher. I believe so, yes. Love Showstoppers. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Class act. Um, so, yeah. We, we will definitely... Uh, do the whole, the whole judging episode, um, multiple, multiple. What, what else we got to talk about today? Um, so I've got 
here, how we got into judging, what it's like behind the table, which we have kind of touched on. Um, and then I've got my wrap-ups, you know, um, telling our, our viewers, asking them what topics they'd like to hear us talk about. You know, Caitlin, you mentioned mental health oh, in yeah. the post that oh, you put. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we will be touching on mental health. Um, uh, that is so very important. And it's just, it's just, I think when I was growing up, and like I said, this is my personal opinion, it wasn't, we didn't hear a lot about anxiety and depression. Right. We may have worried. Mm -hmm. You're a worry wart. Mm -hmm. That's what we heard. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, um, which is actually stems from anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but um, being the overthinker and everything, but Anyway, I know you want to touch on that, and that's so good because oh, yeah. I know you've helped so many of our students um, and been such a blessing in their lives with um, helping them with aspects of that. Yeah, well, um, I would like to do hip-hop and then mental health after that, um, so maybe mental health being our third episode, mm -hmm. um, and definitely repeated episodes because that is definitely something that I want to keep talking about mm -hmm. yeah, um, these kids are so hard on themselves man yeah they're so and I think I think you know not being hard on yourself comes with age I really do because I used to mm -hmm. I used to worry and I used to worry what people thought of me and I, right. right now I don't care I just want a goat you know what I, just, I know I go back to it <laughs> but that's just what makes me happy you know and, it's if, so and I'm gonna do what makes me happy at this age in my life I'm gonna do what makes me happy yeah goats make me happy goats you know what I'm saying if somebody happy. doesn't like me that's fine I don't care. You but, know what I'm but goats it's, like you. It's a, but a goats don't like you. a goats. <laughs> you know what's so funny? And they don't talk back. And they go back. <laughs> I had a, I put something up meme on Facebook or Center Stage Facebook. What what was it? Oh gosh, I forgot it now. What's a what's a what's a goat drap or sheep drap dressed up in a tutu a ballerina? Stop. <laughs> you would put that up on the Facebook. <laughs> I think it was a little lamb. But it was dressed in a tutu. <laughs> oh my I god! That could be our mascot. I know. Oh my god. Our company jackets have a coat on the back. We're bad we're, to the bone. We're back. <laughs> we're back, and we're bad to the bone. Oh we just lost all of our viewers. I was right like, now. yeah. That's, oh my god, that's funny. Oh man. Um, as I'm saying, you gotta laugh. I tell our kids, laugh. Laugh, laugh. To keep it's from, okay. Laugh to keep from crying. Laugh to keep from crying. It's so funny that you said that. The older you get, like the less you care. Because I was talking <laughs> to our teens, our teen group the other day, about their costume, mm -hmm. and I was like, "You're doing red, white, and black Jordans." I said, "But you know what'd be so cool is if we did like a red and white or black and white checkered sock with it. Uh huh. Kind of like a love it." Not a high sock by any means, but just mid calf. Mid, yeah, not or even bitty. not even that. Yeah, um, and they just kind of looked at me, which is that age, you know. It's it's not them personally. It's just that age. Yeah, you get the the teen stare, and the the younger teen stare. And I said, or not. I said, <laughs> I said, you know what, guys, I forget that. Um, Y'all care what people think about you, and I do not. Right. I said, right. I would rock that look. All we're day. for we're for comfort. Right. We're like, so. you know what? My ankles aren't cold. So I'm wearing these black and white checkered socks that come up above my ankles. 
That's like me. I might wear my hiking shoes. You might see me in them at church. I don't know, girlfriend. If they are comfortable, teach, I might wear them to church. Please teach um, hip hop in your hiking shoes. I don't hike hop. Yeah, <laughs> hike hop. A lot of like that lunges incorporated. All right, we're gonna broad jump from this route to that route. This tree to that tree. Five, six, seven, and step up on the rock, and up and down, and oh, watch for the mud. <laughs> that was great. And here's oh. a clip and stop. We need to go ahead and trademark it for anybody else. <laughs> Takes it. Um, oh my god. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, the that's why I love to you know those little kids. My little three and four, five and six. You know I love those little kids. You love you thrive mm -hmm. in the. With I the, do that the babies. I like myself. Sometimes I get on my own nerves. <laughs> I and like life. myself. But I like myself when I teach those kids because it, I don't, I, there's, the parents are in the lobby. I don't even notice they're out there because these kids have my full attention and I'm yeah. having the best, best. time. Yeah. I can have the worst day mm -hmm. because we all know adulthood is just tough sometimes. It sucks. It does, but we could, I could have the worst day. And those kids, and you know, my mom, she would always tell me, Amy, those kids need you. Mm -hmm. And I can still hear, hear her saying that. And I always just kind of said, oh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When she told me, Amy, those kids need you. Oh, okay. But I never really fully understood until after she passed. Mm -hmm. And I had to walk back in that studio. Mm -hmm. And I had to be the Miss Amy they remembered mm -hmm. before my mom passed. Right. So you are a totally different person before you lose a loved one mm -hmm. versus after you lose a loved one. Mm -hmm. And I never really understood that. You know, mm -hmm. um, my grandparents passed, you know, a long, long time ago. Um but your mother, you know, right. um, so that is just such a devastating loss. But to walk back in there and have to be that same Miss Amy, and that's when I fully realized these kids need me. These kids need me. Yeah. You know, and, and they helped me. I would not have been able to get through that loss mm -hmm. had it not been for those children. And you needed them as much as they needed you. Yes. You needed yes. more then. I mean, you needed them well, more. Yes. Than they and it was you. like when class was over, you know, my three and four year old class was over and my five and six year old class was over and my seven, eight, nine year old class was over. After that day, I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do now? I've got to go back to reality. reality. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those kids are just such a blessing and. You know, it's just, um, I don't know. They just, they're, they're so real. You know, it's so funny because you got the three and fours. They believe I'm 24 when I tell them. Right. Even though I'm 54, <laughs> they believe I'm 24. Yep. Um, one little girl yesterday told me, your hair looks so much better today. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. I wore it down. I wore it halfway up versus, she said, usually it's very, I said, usually it's a, a, in a ball on my head. She said, yes, and it's very messy. Mm. You know, and mm -hmm. I said, well, dang, I, I actually thought I had a cute bud, but apparently not. So, um, yeah, but I love it. Like, I I absolutely love it. You yeah. know, one little girl a couple weeks ago said, um, you know, my grandson, Ander, Caitlin's son, was in the studio. I said, that's my grandson, Ander. And I said, you're a grandma? And I said, yes, yes, I am. And the little girl, she said, oh, one little girl said, you don't look like a grandma. And I was just on cloud nine, and I'm like, right. well, thank you. thank you. I'm killing this, you yes. know? And then the other little girl 
said, we can tell because of all your wrinkles. Mm. And then mm-hmm. I just, you know, dove into like, Sadness, you know. No, I'm just teasing. Right. I did, but I, yes. but I loved it. I love that she said that because they're so honest and real. So I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. I they yeah. just oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, that's so funny. So funny. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, I am not cutting you off. I'm not cutting you off by any means. Okay. Um, let's. I'd like uh, each episode to be. 45 minutes to an hour. Oh. So, no, we're good. Okay. We are at 48.30 right now. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. I know. I'm good. God, um, this is so much fun. It is. It is a lot of fun. I feel like this is us every night after we get done teaching classes. Yes. Except right now we just have a microphone in front of us. Yeah. And then we're going to have guest speaker or guest people. Oh, yeah. People absolutely. Who, yeah. All right. So, I am in the process of setting up an email um for this podcast and or a or a link where you can kind of go and submit questions i'm still in the process of figuring out those sorts of details on that side of it as far as how you can submit to become a guest on this how you can submit questions for us to answer because we will be doing q and a's um all of that stuff we are on Apple and Spotify, and in the future, guys, this will be a filmed podcast that will also be on YouTube, um, which is going to make this even 10 times more enjoyable than it is now because you're going to get to see our faces. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Are you okay, are you okay with that? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just, they're going to say my wrinkles. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. They're going to go, yeah, that little girl was right. <laughs> Her crow's feet are horrible. Mine, mine too. You know what would be fun? What? To have a, when we do film, to have a goat on an episode. Oh, I can arrange that. Just a goat walking around. I can make that happen. Okay, cool. I'm going to put you on that. All right, guys. Um, rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe um, to our channel. And we will see you next week on our hip hop episode. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in to our introductory in, intro intro. How do you say that? Introductory introduction introduction episode. Pilot episode. Yeah. Oh lordy, I don't know if I need more coffee or less coffee. Or a dictionary. Or <laughs> we'll get one of those too. <laughs> or English lessons. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We love you guys. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.